0: Hello and welcome to the communication station Anila Whitney and Shelby here today we're talking all about health communication what better time to be talking about this during a global pandemic in the last few months we have seen a mass amount of information about our health and what we should be doing about our health and to get a better understanding of how we relate to health communication today we'll be looking at three of those models in health and then tying that back into the COVID-19 pandemic enjoy the show
1: topic of models, you might be wondering, what is a model? Well, a model is a simplified version of a theory, which includes key elements of a theory that help explain health behaviors, which in turn help practitioners to shape the health decision-making process. Hey guys, it's Whitney, and I'm going to be talking about the theory of planned behavior. So the theory of planned behavior is a theory saying that basically in order to change your behaviors, um, you have to focus on your individual beliefs. So the theory of planned behavior is used to explain health behaviors and intentions such as smoking and substance use. And it also states that behavioral changes depend on um, intention and behavioral control. So there are three factors of the theory of playing behavior so the first one is your attitude towards um the behavior so that's when you measure like the benefits and disadvantages of the situation and regarding the behavioral choice and the second factor is subjective norms which explains um where pressure is felt regarding the behavior for example from, like your family or like your friends or just like from the media and the third factor is perceived behavioral control which is the perception that the person has about their own ability to do the behavior and also their control over the behavior so for example the more positive a person is towards the behavior the more socially acceptable the behavior is and the more ability or control over the behavior that the person has the more likely that person will perform the behavior
0: so how do you think that relates to masks during covid
1: oh okay so um for example this model can be related to covid so if you don't believe in covid which is like your attitude towards the situation and then you also don't think that you can get the virus, which is your expectation towards the situation. You, you wouldn't like wear a mask or take COVID protocols into consideration, which is your behavior towards the situation. So in conclusion, our beliefs affect our attitudes and expectations and our attitudes and expectations influence our intentions and behaviors.
2: Quick bullets, the first model is the theory of plain behavior. It focuses on an individual's perception of health. Their perception will determine how they react to a disease prevention. Hey guys, it's Shelby, and I will be talking about the health belief model, also known as HBM, because it's just an easier way to say it and uh, not such a mouthful of words, honestly. So this model it describes and prescribes how preventive health behaviors are a function of both efficiency of the recommended response and readiness to act. So that's a whole lot of words, but basically it just focuses on cues and the action and disease prevention. This can be helpful in explaining exercise behavior, COVID protocols, and so forth. It increases the understanding of dietary behaviors, and it's used regularly for the understanding of smoking, alcohol, drugs, and steroids. An example that I can think of was an analysis of the influence of communication on collateral cancer screening. This health belief model would have factors that shows the cancer and how it's related to the stool blood test that were taken from that patient. However, these studies shows that communication channel through which people learn about the testing and the individual people and how they are willing and their benefits that they get from their screening. So when you look at the model, there's basically three different steps. Would you guys like to know them? I bet you would. Okay, so. Yes. Thank you, whoever that was. So, (laughs) you have a person for an example, if we look at COVID, you would probably have teenagers or other people that think COVID is a myth. And that masks do not work. They do nothing and they do not help you. And that's part of the individual perceptions. It's how that teenager or other people sees COVID and the protocols. Then you would have the modifying factors. You have the threat of the disease, what COVID does, how it can harm you. It has the age. Like I said, this would probably target teenagers and mask, because I don't see masks on teen a lot of teenagers all the time. It also shows what you should do, the actions, the symptoms, the education, and the media information. A while ago in class, we watched a video with Brad Pitt. What he was doing is he was educating or telling teenagers and other people to wear a mask and stay socially distanced. This was by... The health belief model using a modifying factor. Brad Pitt, don't you mean Paul Rudd? You bet I do. Then you have the likelihood of action. How many people do you think would actually wear a mask when they found out what happens when you do not wear one? You have the benefits and the likelihood of the behavioral change in that person. So, as I already said, just to go over it, you have the individual perceptions first and how that can be applied to the COVID, as my sisters say, the COVID. Second, you have the rules that are given and why. Then lastly, you have the action that needs to be taken, such as mask, social distancing, and no crowds.
0: Quick bullets. The second model is the health belief model. It starts out with the perceived susceptibility of a serious disease. Second is the people that are being targeted, the action to be taken, and the threats of the disease. Lastly is the likelihood that the people will take action and their behavioral change and the benefits. Hey, it's Anila, and the last model we'll be talking about is the Comprehensive Model of Information Seeking, or the CMIS. This is a model that explains how information carrier factors predict information seeking behaviors. A person's health information-seeking behavior is guided mostly by the usefulness of the source or their perceived usefulness of the source. There is a test done among cancer patients and their use of magazines. It was shown that sources with the most authority, for example, from physicians, doctors, stuff like that, are the most sought after, and this helps medical providers better reach individuals about health-related issues. How this relates to COVID-19 is... When COVID-19 first came into America, or even like the world in general, there was a wave of social media posts from friends, family, doctors, and politicians, all kinds of people, telling people to stay home, wear a mask, practice social distancing, all kinds of stuff like that. A tactic used largely by the media was the use of celebrities. Some Some celebrities did it for free, but other times there were commercials. For example, Shelby mentioned Paul Rudd. Where they would encourage young people, teens, and people around the world to take their part in slowing down COVID-19. And so this was a tactic since most people or a lot of people might not trust the government necessarily. There's a whole group of people that probably don't. They might trust celebrities that they like or their friends and family, people like that. And so that was a tactic that information carriers use to reach information seekers. In addition to this, many graphics and short bullets were put onto social media to reach teens, adults, people like that. And so people designed these graphics to show short bullets of information that the CDC was putting out. You've probably seen Instagram posts like, so you want to talk about blank. So you want to talk about COVID-19. And people could read these short bullets instead of reading the long things that the CDC would send out and so they could get their information faster.
1: Quick bullets. The third model is the comprehensive model of information seeking. This model helps information carriers reach information seekers. Information is given to the public through tactical ways that help people better understand the health issues in the world. Thank you for listening
0: to the podcast today. It has been interesting learning and discussing how health communication and COVID are intertwining in our current events. We might have never considered the thought put behind how the public receives its information about health. So I hope this opened your eyes to new ideas and realizations that information carriers care about how you receive information about your own health along with your families. Hope you learned something today and catch you next week on the communication station.